podcast. Hello and welcome to Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast, uh, episode number 89. Whoa, that means that um, we're getting on, getting on a bit. How are things, everybody? Are we good? Um, have you forgiven me for putting this podcast out late? Because, I mean, hey, I haven't forgiven myself because, you know, long story short, I was away at the at the Open watching the golf, having a good time as well all weekend, got back uh, on Sunday evening and had sat down to record the podcast and the long story short of it is two reasons why it's not out on Monday was when I recorded it, it was shit, it was uh, really, really shit, didn't sound good at all and secondly, after about 20 minutes, I fell asleep. So you could have got maybe 20 minutes of absolute shit and then me just snoring probably for guts of an hour but um i just thought you know fuck it i get up um i get it recorded on monday and i'll i'll get it out on monday just not at 7 a.m just not for the uh the guys making their commute to work so again if you're going to work today and you're really in a bad mood and it's because of me i'm sorry but on the bright side at least your commute home you will have the podcast to listen to and then you can rather than going into work in good form and then getting sort of depressed throughout the day and going home to your family to abuse them. You know, you can go in negative, be a piece of shit at work, listen to the weird podcast on the way home and then boss your uncle, you'll be actually nice to your family. So in many ways I'm saving people's families here, you know. So yeah, hate me to start, but also be be, be grateful of me too, you know. But it's here anyway, and um, hey, what a fun weekend I had. You know, I had a very good time. Um, was at the Open um, from Friday through to Sunday, so I was there for the championship rounds, basically, apart from Thursday and Friday, because it wasn't actually on Friday. But um, yeah, it was great, and whenever you go away on like trips, like I, I call them holidays, anything away is a holiday to me now, because I'm an old dad, you know, so anytime I get any time that's not just doing the day-to-day routine. It's a holiday. So it was myself and three of my mates went up to this, uh, one of my friends of a house up there, went in Port Ballantrae and went and stayed there, and it was great. And it sort of all kind of started um, on Thursday night. Um, that's when I did Pug Ugly's Comedy Club, which is all monthly for the summer months. So it's all monthly July, August, and September. Weird to say summer months because I don't think September's a summer month, but hey, that's what they wanted. So, I mean... You know, if they want it, I give it them. You know, that's just what the kind of guy I am. So we did that, and it was it was great. The two of my three mates who were going up to the open, they came to us, and they were just drinking pints early, which was uh, fun for them, but also sly to me because, you know, I wanted to start the holiday fun then, but didn't. And now in hindsight with, you know, uh, three days of drinking over under me, I'm, I'm glad. I didn't start early, or in fact two days, shit, two full days of drinking, three would have been game over, you know, so um, I'm glad, but Pug Uglies was, was class, we had uh, Robbie McShane was on, Rory Woods was on, Shane Todd popped in, did a set, and then had Kevin McAleer headlining, now, if any of you guys know comedy, you'll know Kevin McAleer, you know, you don't need much of an introduction, but if you don't, and you're kind of new to the, then you're like, well, what's he been in? You know, other than late license, because I mean, hey, who doesn't know that? But um, Dairy Girls, you know, for all the the ones out there who are big Dairy Girl fans, he was uh, Uncle Calm in it. And tell you what, the man is unbelievable. You know, he did a set. He did a probably about an hour and five to ten minutes, 
and it was the most polished set I've ever seen, which is cool because whenever you're like a a comedian yourself, you know, like yours truly, yours truly, um, you kind of you, you sometimes just do sets. Do you know what I mean? You just go up and be like, oh, here we go, have to do this. Fucking, let's get in, get out, get on. You know. Whereas this set was so polished, it made me go, shit, I need to work harder on like having a honed set. Like that was an R that he had crafted, learnt. You know, some of the jokes he's throwing off one-liners, throwing anecdotes, stories, tying them all together. It was just like watching a masterclass, and the audience they really, really enjoyed it. It was another packed-out night. It was brilliant. And then when the night finished, um, I said to my two mates, um, I was like, "Right, I'll throw you home because you know I'm dead on." They planned to get a taxi, but I'm like, "Look, I drove, hop in the car, give you a lift." But before I went, Kevin was like, "Oh, do you have any numbers for taxis?" And I was like, "Hey, listen." Kevin, we've done two gigs together now. You know, we both know we are our best friends for life. So you're getting no taxi. You know, come in the car with me, you know. And I had forgotten in my head that I had taken my Fiesta that day. I just got a new car last week, a Tucson, a big flipping family wagon. Nice and clean, new, golden, very sexy. Golden, silver, I want to say gold because, hey, you know, you don't want to think I'm too much like DJ Khaled, but... It's silver. So um, I was like, yeah, sweet. Now when I realised, oh shit, I've got this old Fiesta with a car seat in it. Loads of baby crumbs, old odd socks, just baby debris in it. Because Holly is a little messy shit. So I was like, okay. And just because I'm really dead on, I gave Woodsy a lift too. Because, I mean, you know, I like to give Woodsy's, Woodsy lifts back from gigs. Because, you know, he lives a little bit nearby to the city centre. But also you like to have a catch up and chat me gossip and all, you know. So I gave them a lift, and uh, turns out uh, Kevin was just staying at a and b in North Belfast. I thought he was would have, you know, turns out he just got the bus down from Oma and then was staying overnight, which made me feel really, really great. You know, I was like, what, what a real great guy. You know what I mean? That's, like, he's putting himself out of his way to come play my comedy club. You know what I mean? Would I have done that for anyone? No. You know, so... Um, that just sort of shows you the type of the guy that he is, just a real gentleman and absolutely hilarious. And I mean, I think I've got a, I've got a few wee, uh, a few wee tips off him, you know, in terms of I'm going to be honing my craft a little bit more, you know, working a bit harder towards things. Hence, um, what I'm going to do after I record this podcast, because again, I'm recording this on a Monday. You're lucky I'm off work. If I wasn't off work, you know, you'd be getting this probably just wouldn't, you know, probably just be not getting it this week. But since I'm off work, I thought I'll just blast out a wee, a wee 45 minute, half an hour, 45 minute podcast and just get done. So plenty on my plate today. You know, I'm off because I'm working on my show, The Dad Show, which this is the last call for it. The next time I do a podcast, uh, it'll be done, you know. In fact, it won't be shit. I'll have to record it before that because I'll be doing the show on the Sunday night and there ain't no chance in hell I'm coming uh, home after that to record a podcast. So, yeah, it'll be the last time. I need to plug it anyway. So tickets to my show, Dad, the reworking of a masterpiece, people say. That's totally a lie because it was shit. But um, is on the black in the black box next Sunday night, the 28th of July. And honestly, there are very few tickets left. So if you want to go, you know, I know it's payday week, or pay week, payday week, just get straight on now, book yourself tickets, because you don't want to be disappointed, you know, you don't want to be sad. So get on to the Black Box website, or just go into Google, like, see when people are like, I was going to go to your show, but you didn't have any links up, 
Well, first and foremost, the links on my Instagram profile, right? Secondly, literally people just go on to Google and type in Dave Elliott, black box, dad, boom, you get them. You know what I mean? It's not hard. People these days are getting ridiculously lazy, you know? Remember back in the old days, you would have had to go to the actual venue to acquire a hard copy ticket, you know, to come. Like that's, whereas you can just literally, you can be doing a big shit, you know, you can be laying off, you know, a big load in the bog and booking tickets to come see me. You know what I mean? You could be, you could be making love, buying tickets to see me. You know, you could probably do that when you're buying the tickets hard as well. But I mean, who am I to say? But get on the Black Box website and buy tickets. I want to have the show full, it's being filmed. This time I'm going to put it out. The last one I was like, no, I don't like it. It wasn't good enough and I hate it. So this time, even even like speaking about Kevin McAleer being so crafted, even with things like your look, you know what I mean? Like when I recorded the last show, I just wasn't dressed right. So this time I put a lot of thought into my attire, you know, and hopefully that'll all, all pay off. So once I get this uh, this podcast done and in the bag, um, I'm going to have to go and uh, clean my old car, the old Igo. We managed to sell it. There was... Uh, and I had in the podcast last week, uh, a total of uh, two people got in touch about it. But by that stage, it had already been sold. Unlucky guys, you know. So what I might start doing is just selling other things that belong to me. And people can maybe just, just buy it if, if you want. Like, you know, it's, it's more than um, more than fair. I'll maybe do that. But yeah, I've got the car sold. So I need to go and like, again, I don't want to present it in a, in a, just, like a, a negative way. I want it to be you know like almost feeling new for the guy you know so i'm going to go in hoover it clean it i'm going to take it to the the romanian guys and they're going to clean it because that's what what they do again i don't know what it is about romania that the people there are just like all i want to do is open an american style car wash you know maybe in my head it's like they watch a lot of american films and see how in american car washes you get like you know sexy teenage girls with like their big booties and stuff and their boobs like wearing white t-shirts just all covered in the suds just rubbing up against the cars maybe that's what they see and they think i can do i would like to do i get the sexy women they come clean cut i like it it's good and then in reality they just get their big fat uncle who just sits in one of those wee portable stools and just smokes all day and just watches you do it while you're absolutely sweating your bollocks off in a pair of asics and reebok classics you know what i mean that's it Get your Asics bottoms on again. You gotta have the Adidas, but the Asics have just a wee stripe down the line, and then you get your Reebok classics, and they're so classic in Romania. They're from 1984. You know what I mean? That's a proper classic. And in terms of not design, actual people have been owning them in the family from then. And what do I wear on top? Vests. You know what I mean? Not stringers, so not sweet, but vests. And it's like my dream is not true. Maybe one day I go to America, and that's the next one. They go to America and then see how real American car washes work, which is just giant. You know those giant car wash machines. <laughs> You know, you know it's not a it's not a drummer in a loyalist band, but you know it's one of those big things. So basically, what I'm saying, if you're a Romanian listener with the dreams of owning a car wash, an American style car wash, it's all it's all a dream. You know, like the notorious pig said. You know, it is what it is. But yeah, headed up to the open um, on Friday. Very excited. You know, I, had, I was allowed to bring the big car with me, like to pick up my friends, and uh, head up there, loaded the cars full of drinks, full of beers, full of ciders, full of brandy. Didn't drink any brandy the whole time I was there, just beers, but anyway. And uh, got lots of food. Went to do a Tesco shop, cost about 120 quid between two of us, fuck's sake. But um, it was great. And then we got barbecue food, got stuff for the barbecue, and just... Really went up to have a great time. So we got up to uh, Port Ballantrae 
is where we were staying and my friend Connor's family have a house up there so we just went to that um, and it was great it was a big four bedroom house where each of the boys had a room to themselves so you know we could make that into basically our own wee um, crash if you will because you know when you're, when you're up before guys you do need a bit of peace from time to time you like to just uh, crash out and get a good sleep but as a as a dad of, of a young child you know it was very pleasant to at the end of a long day's drinking and walking about a golf course getting into bed and going for a big nap you know that was really nice as well but we got there on Friday and as soon as we got there we went to play some golf ourselves because again we didn't have a ticket for the Friday and we just thought you know what we're here for a golfing weekend we're gonna play a bit of golf get us in the mood a few tins of beer a bit of golf you know that's great so went to a golf club called Bushford haha <laughs> I'm a juvenile and um, yeah it was great played doubles myself and mate Phil versus mother mate Connor and mate Griff and guess what we won <laughs> We uh, made a deal that the losers would have to buy the winners Rolexes, but uh, it was weird because the uh, the losers didn't do that. So I'm actually owed a Rolex from one of my mates, which is is pretty fair. But we won that, had a few drinks around the course, then went into the club and had a pint of Heverly, which, by the way, um, obliterates your mind, makes you completely blitzed and gives you the world's worst hangover. But here it tastes nice, you know, so it's worth it. So then that night we ended up, what did we do? We came back to the house drank more beer and did a barbecue and the old saying boys will be boys rings true here we did a barbecue we had too much we drank too much and then we're like can't actually do anything here and then we went to yeah we thought right we need to go out again couple four 32 year old guys like here lads let's let's go out and party let's go out and party so we did threw on us got our glad rags on by glad rags i mean it changed the t-shirt still wearing shorts from the golf and we just headed out to Bush Mills, which by the way is a major party town, you know, the whiskey's from there, there's plenty of like, you know, gambling casinos, and uh, nightclubs, uh, hotels, you know, strip clubs, you know, anything that you want in a, in a major town, um, only joking, there was just a hotel at Bush Mills in, so we went there and we had like, I, I'd say a couple of ciders, really, and by that point everyone was just fading from the, the day of travelling and golfing and stuff. So we're in there and we're trying to sort of say, like, what do you want to do? And they're like, should we go into Port Rush? And they're like, nah, definitely not. Let's just go back home, go to bed. It'd be great. So we got home, um, got a cup of tea and watched some Lethal Weapon, which is a very old thing to do. But, I mean, Bushmills itself was was decent. It was buzzing. You know, a lot of people about, a lot of people up for the golf. I think I heard it was 275-odd thousand people. Um, being at the golf over the weekend, which is pretty mental, you know, it's a lot of people. Um, but the, you know, the, the whole north coast was totally buzzing. A lot of roads were closed towards the course to allow you know traffic to flow, but it all worked really well. Then we headed to the golf on the Friday now, the fr- or the Saturday, sorry. And the Saturday was our day. We're coming home on the Sunday, so I was like, look, I'm driving here, so I can't be drinking on the Sunday. So we thought, right, we'll start and we'll uh, we'll drink. On the Saturday, so we started drinking, um, as you do at nine o'clock in the morning, um, and we decided it'd be a good idea to have a breakfast, you know. So for breakfast that day, we thought we'll have some bacon and eggs. But um, my friend Griff thought it'd be a better idea for us to have uh, a wee party shot, WKD or Wicked, whatever you want to call it, to start the day. So we did that, and that was at nine in the morning. Then we had a couple of beers while we were waiting to go to the course, then headed back to the Bushmills Inn um, to get a beer before we went. And we got there, and they're like, nah, it's fully 10 o'clock. You can't, 
get alcohol till 11 and we just were like Napoleon Dynamite god all I want to do is drink some freaking beer idiot so we, we to be fair we were a bit sly the bar manager was like no I can't have any beers boys until 11 and then we saw this other guy who looked kind of cool you know pretty cool uh, barman I think his name was Dylan and they were like, here, man, can you get us a couple of Irish coffees here, a couple of Bushmills coffees, you know? Technically, we're looking a loophole. If we can get those, it means we can get drunk. And he was like, here, here, boy, you can have it all right, but don't be driving after. And I said, no worry about that, my man. So he went to get us the coffees, then came back out with regular coffees and told you, the boss saw you guys were trying to get drinks, just a bit pissed off with you, and uh, there's just your regular um, coffees with the off-license. We'll be up and down the street if you want to go get whiskey. So it's not sweet. Turns out, I mean, Phil had just whiskey and a hip flask anyway. So we got our Irish coffees on board and headed to the Gulf, which was brilliant. You know, we got there, obviously, very excited to get to the Open. Um, you might know this, but I am a golf fan. You know, I'm not just a bandwagon jumper for this. Um, you know, I do enjoy the golf. I've been to the Scottish Open before and the Irish Open before, but this was the big kahuna. This was the Open, you know. And it was great, thousands of people, you know, to get there on the on the Saturday, we got a taxi, the plan was to walk from the house, but then worked out that it was like one hour and 45 minutes. And tell you what I don't want to do before I spend a full day walking, is spend two hours walking, you know, if I could just get a taxi, I'll do that. So you end up getting a taxi from this really classic guy called Sammy, just an old guy in his car, you know, just doing runs obviously for the open, so I saw a... Uh, gap in the market there so we um, we got on to him and he was like here for the golf boys and we said aye and he goes ah fuck aye oh fuck aye it's going to be cracker so it is it's going to be cracker and we're like alright okay and we're sitting in the back just uh, my shoulders were going trying not to laugh because as well as just being really high energy he leaned right across into my Griff's face to talk to him and he goes ah oh, here boy you fucking on the pints boy and he's like, yeah, it will be when I, when I get there. And he goes, oh, fuck I. Oh, fuck I love it. And we're like, you, you need to love it less than that, man, because you're driving, you know, all day. And, we're like, so, and so he sort of ended up, we're like, look, man, not the journey, just when it got to its natural end. He said, look, man, are you working all day? And you know already what he said. Oh, fuck I. Oh, fuck I am going to be working. Like, so enthusiastic. Oh, fuck I am. We're like, right, okay, sweet. And he goes, Sammy. And he went, ah, fuck I. And what? And he goes, we go, look. We'll phone you later. We need a taxi back. And he goes, boys, have a good time. I'll be fucking here. Fucking right away. will I? Shit. Bitch. Ah. And he didn't say that but He just lost around himself. And he thought, what a classic guy. You know, he just brought us here. And then we had to get one of the bags out of the boot. Because we had our sandwiches with us. Because, I mean, we're not Mavericks. We know the open's going to be dear. So we prepared some food prior. Sandwiches and we carry out and all. So um, when we went in the boot, just opened the, the, the boot and there was just a load of Sammy's groceries in there. And to be fair to him, there was a lot of beers. So I thought, yeah, Sammy's going to be. Nah, Sammy can't resist, you know, the cool beer. You know, he needs to eat Sammy, just completely, he loves it. So um, we went on in there and it was just packed. You know, it was great. Um, obviously, we did a bit of golfing watching, you know. We got, got sound like dolphin watching. We did a wee bit of we did a wee bit of dolphin watching off the, the west coast of Ireland. Some beautiful bottlenose dolphins in the sea. Um, nah, we went to the sea the golf because that was what we were there for. But obviously, drink as well. So, went to, to get a couple of drinks, which were I think a fiver a pop. It's for tins for whatever. 
but it was there. You know, the only criticism I have of the whole open was the shop. All the clothes in there were shit, and they're like 90 quid. You could buy a t-shirt for like 40 quid, and it was just like a done special that said the open on it. Nah, tell you what you can do, fuck off. So what I'm going to do today is get on the open website and get myself a 148th open bit of item. Now today that it's it's passed and it's over, won't cost me a fortune. See, smart guy. So we went in there, um, and we drank a lot. Drank so much that I actually fell asleep on the side of the course and started snoring and had to be woken by a steward because uh, I think, was it playing through? Um, it's maybe Sabatini, you know, the, the uh, Slovenian or Slovakian guy. And I snored and had to be woken because my snoring was, he was just in absolute silence and course and all you hear is... So sorry about that, Sabatini, but you know... When you're a tired old dad guy, sometimes you just need to take the 40 winks when you can get the 40 winks, do you know what I mean? So I did that, came around, just kept drinking, um, and got absolutely blitzed. But it was great to see all the golfers we wanted to see. Go see Sergio Garcia, got to see uh, G-Mac, obviously the main man himself. Um, got to see Shane Lowry, who is a champion golfer, 2019. Major shout-out to Shane Lowry, he was great, you know. Um, it was so good to see... Uh, an Irish person win the Open, you know, in Northern Ireland, it was top. Again, obviously, you'd have preferred it to be G McElroy because they're my two favourites, you know. But other than that, you know, McElroy's unbelievable on the Friday to, to try to nearly get back into contention and make the cut, but it, it wasn't to be. But I mean, um, everyone's proud of Rory anyway. You know, he's he's already achieved more than anyone else has achieved from here. So. You no know, head held high, Rory. You know he was pretty sad in the interview. You know made made me a bit sad too. But look, it was a great open, and hopefully they had a lot of fun. Because hey, I tell you, he did have a lot of fun, and that was me. You know when we were out on that Friday, we ended up drinking way too much. And then whenever the golf sort of ended, we um we ended up going out to go into Port Rush, but we were just stuck in loads of queues, and we're stuck in the queues with this guy just right beside, like I think it's Rathmore Golf Club, which is just literally the exact same location as the Royal Port Rush and it was Graham McDowell's like home club. So when we were going out they were like here the doors are open if you want to come in for a few beers and let the let the crowd subside. So we went, yeah, sounds sweet. Ended up going in there and I'm getting absolutely leery. You know, had about seven pints or something stupid in there on top of the already about ten pints we'd had at that point. And then um after that, we just went into Port Rush, which was just too busy to have a good time at that point. And it was like midnight, we headed in, went to the Kiwi Bar, we eventually got in, you know. I'm just going to say, we did the Kiwi Bar, which is, is in where the, the Port Rush Playhouse used to be, which, hey, by the way, I've played it sold out, just saying, you know, and it is shut down now, so maybe that, to be fair, isn't something to boast about. But we went in there and had maybe a couple more beers, and by that stage, we were just banjoed you know we were thinking about going down to the harbour bar because we'd heard darren clark and jimmy nesbitt were down there getting absolutely loose here there's a sentence that's not being said before jimmy nesbitt and darren clark on the pint huh no but oh, as per they were and it was yeah it was pretty cool like there's a lot of um you know a lot of people recognizable faces that were there you know it was it was a good time um i saw some northern irish players were there a lot of rugby players were at the open um so it was, it was attracting the big names, you know, um, and then on on the Sunday, believe it or not, here's prepare to be shocked on the like on the Sunday I saw Jeffrey Donaldson at the Open. Now, Jeffrey Donaldson is a DUP member, and the DUP do not like things happening on Sunday. So what are you doing, Jeffrey? You know, all I want to say is, if Jeffrey Donaldson, okay, 
can bend the rule about going to watch sport on Sunday. He can bend the gay marriage rule, right, people? He can just let gay people get married or else just don't go to work until November and then it'll happen anyway, you know. Um, that'll be enough for me. But it was interesting to see Jeffrey Donaldson there smaller than he is, you know. Um, than, than not he is because he is the exact size he is, but smaller than you'd imagine him being. You know, I sort of had him as quite a large guy, but he's very small with quite a pot belly. He's sort of the shape of the penguin from Batman. You know, obviously he's, he's eating too many egg and uh, crest sandwiches and drinking too many cups of tea with full fat milk. Maybe cut it the, the skim, Jeffrey. But I mean, you know, it sort of made a bit more sense as, with him being a small guy as to why he's so bitter, you know, because that's just what DP people are, is bitter, and small people are bitter. Sorry, small people, you know. Again, if you're going to be offended by that stereotype, you know, just be more dead on, you know get past the small man syndrome, whatever. But yeah, he was there, and apparently Arlene Foster was there too, you know, hypocrite. So uh, yeah, it was drawing everybody out. And then I had an experience with uh, a well-known face myself. I was in the shop, again, I only bought one thing in the whole shop, and it was a mug, because I couldn't come to the open and knock at my dad present, you know what I mean? Even the mug itself is shit. You know, it's just a picture of Royal Port Rush on a mug, you know, whereas I would like to have had a mug that said, the open, you know, the 148th Open, Royal Port Rush. You know, something that marked the event itself, not just the Open, because you can buy it any year, can you? But um, I'm standing there, and, and I'm paying, and then all of a sudden, I just feel this blow in my kidney, like a punch. Like, ah! The fucking turn around, it's none other than Stephen Watson from the BBC. Punch me in the kidney. He just goes right into my ear, goes, think you're funny, do you? I was like, <laughs> oh, Stephen, what's happening? Like, he was alluding to the video that I did uh, with Shane for the Open, where Shane did his live impression of Stephen Watson here at the Open. And, uh, yeah, the video did really well. You know, it was it was great. And I did uh, Graham McDowell for the video. So we've done it a couple of times before. I've actually met Stephen Watson a few, at a few things before. And, you know, as always, great guy. You know, he's a, you know, he's a sporting legend. You know, say what you want, but there's a... Then it's great to, to be able to speak to people who, you know, you kind of are are mimicking in many respects. And again, it's not taking the piss off. Uh, it's done in good spirits and you enjoyed it, you know, and I like that. I like people that know there's no malice in a joke and know that you appreciate them, you know what I mean? It was nice for him to actually, you know, bother to come over and speak to me. He could have just ignored me, like, you know, I did with a lot of people when I was there, like friends and stuff, people went to school with, so I know, don't want to talk to him. But, um, you know, it was dead on. He came over and it was really great, you know, so... That was cool. So big shout out to Stephen. I'm sure he's, he's listening to um, the podcast, no doubt. But um, yeah, it was just a really, a really great time. And the Sunday got absolutely pissed on, dying with a hangover, um, and just watching the end of the tournament, which was the worst weather I've ever experienced in all my entire life. And as a man that lives uh, in Northern Ireland his entire life, that's saying something. You know, it was, it was absolutely, um, it was absolutely brutal. You know. Uh, we just got we went to one point to, to go from like sort of the middle of the course where we got into oh it sounds like the post um, to the to the the like 16th day or something for talk's sake right and then we just got hit with the world's worst wind the world's worst rain it was just horrendous so we ended up camping under a grandstand that missed the a fair bit of it, but then we went back to the village and watched some of it on the screen and just had a really nice time. Then eventually got home to see the family, and by that stage, it's completely zonked, hence why I fell asleep recording uh, the, the last podcast attempt. So, I mean, sorry if we're late, but we're going to get there in the end. Let me just see. Um, 
what I'm like for time here because of lots of other wee cheeky chores to be getting up to and stuff. Um, today, busy, busy boy. Let me just see what what my chores are. Um, oh, I get new clean car, get new shoes, work on dad show, record a podcast, and go to the gym. Well, I've done the first two. Been to the gym and recording a podcast. So just need to go clean the car and get new shoes because the trainers that I wore um on the on the gig were are in the gig on the pitch were disgusting so i need to say pitch course jesus don't come after me guys right so i need to get that done but um let me just see real quick um yeah before i do that i need to plug my patreons again patreon it's like it's building you know something serious is happening because hey last week we had four um people do you know what i mean um and this week we have five patrons you know what i mean we have f- well there's five total patrons isn't there but i have uh my new patrons this week which is chris henning big shout out to chris once again um he's a patron for 13 days which is kind you know anything we can get is is much appreciated do you know what i mean um so big shout out to chris also my man Luke Gorman has come in with with Patreon. You know he's been there from for a long time. It's much appreciated. As is Paul Ferguson. Do you know what I mean? We've got um a lot of people supporting it, and I appreciate that because again, any anything that we can get towards the podcast is helpful. You know what I mean? With John Joe Flood as well, a loyal weirdo, and Shane McMullen too. So we're getting ever so closer to getting this filmed. You know we're getting ever so closer to having the setup right. And hopefully get get a new mic the sounds that little bit crisper, you know. And then if we can get that sorted, I have a few guests lined up, so I'm gonna maybe change that. It's at episode eighty nine, which means we're eleven weeks away from a hundred. So I'm just I think I might I'm flirting at about fifty one percent towards doing a live podcast for the hundredth episode, getting a couple of guests on and just having a nice time. You know, if if you're keen on that, let me know. Obviously I'll make tickets available for the patrons earlier if I can work that out because as you know, hey, I'm a technophobe, you know, so, you know, that that is that. But, um, you know, let's go through listeners' questions so I can get on my chores. Because you know me, I'm a, a mature guy. I like, to, I like to do my chores and I like to get things in order and also need to get back here before my wife gets home from work so I can actually get some work done towards my... Uh, towards my show on Saturday or Sunday, which everyone's hopefully going to come for. Um, Nathan Concilia said, Hey, yo, Captain Dave. Joe gonna sit be sick. I just I just see him and it feels like there's something stuck in my throat. I don't know what that is, where it's some subliminal, I don't know. But Nathan said, yo ho, Captain Dave. In light of the recent scourge of shit weather and banger and beyond, could you share with us some tips on how to enjoy a rainy day that don't involve staying in and cuddling a cute boy while watching Netflix? Well, Nathan, to be fair, you've just stumped me with my number one uh, bit of advice for that. But what I'm going to say is, I heard a quote recently which was patronising and irritating because I had said something about, all oh, the weather's shit. And someone went, well, there's no such thing as shit weather, just the wrong clothes. And I go, yeah, here's the thing, there is shit weather. You know, because, yeah, you can wear waterproofs and all that jazz. Don't let jazz. But at the same time, you don't want to have to do that. You know, you want to just be able to um, wear whatever you want. And in the sunshine, like, I just want to wear shorts always. Shorts with a pair of sliders and obviously a stringer with my nipples out showing people what I'm about. You know, get those pierced. 
get them jingle jangling. That's the look of the weirdos. You know, if you're not a weirdo, you ain't got those nipples pierced and wearing a stringer. What's going on with your life, guys? You know, but my advice in the bad weather is just get a, a sturdy umbrella. You know, get a sturdy umbrella. That way you can keep yourself protected from the rain and also just have a weapon in your hand should anyone annoy you. You know what I mean? You can just strike them with that umbrella or just clip somebody you don't like inadvertently on purpose, you know? Inadvertently, weird. But you can do that, you know? You just get that done. Look after yourself. You know, that'd be my advice. Definitely wrap up warm. Buy thick socks and waterproof shoes. But also, definitely don't go out into that into that weather if you don't have to, my man. Uh, Coca Noodle King... The man himself, Wilson, has said, hey, big boy, hey, big boy. So one day, as I was pumping in the gym, stringer on, Pearson's out, absolutely man represent, I look over and see another weird guy doing the same. We start talking and turns out that it's John Joe Flood. When you go for a pump, do you have any weirdos who work in with you? Um, we, no, I don't think so. I think I go to uh, DW Gym and Bangor, so if any of you weirdos want to work in with me, join that gym. You know, it's a decent gym. Only like 38 quid or something a month, and you get flipping all the mall cons, and you get to watch me first first person, you know, pumping up, squeezing, pumping, stretching, flexing. You know, that's what you get, and if that's what you want to see, go for that. But as far as I know, there's no weirdos um, training with me. However, there are weirdos out there. There were a few guys at the golf who made a couple of uh, bizarre references to me. You know, one... Uh, Guy, guy in particular, we're sort of sitting watching uh, the screens, haven't had several pints, and then this guy comes up to me and goes, Dave, and I went, yeah, you know, because again, whenever people say your name, you don't really know who they are, it's a wee bit kind of odd for a second, then you, then it all makes sense, you know, but when people just go, Dave, and you look at them and go, should I, am I rude for not, you know, but then you went, uh, you just on social media, huh? and, and I enjoyed that, it was very funny, and then also, um, <laughs> There was this guy who was completely blitzed, right? And we were all sitting at a table having a beer, obviously. And this guy walked up, must have been about 25, stumbling all over the place, walked, stopped directly in front of our table, looked straight in my eyes and went, cool beer, and then just walked away, which I absolutely loved as well. But um, yeah, you get a lot of people at the, at the golf having a nice time. Um, and Kivan said, do the whole podcast as Graham McDowell. Um, Hey, you know, I think that would definitely irritate people, you know, but I mean, since you've asked, I will do a little segment um, for him. So obviously, I'll, I'll match this interview scenario. So Graham, um, how do you feel after the Open being in your home of Portrush? Well, you know, uh, having the Open uh, home here in Portrush is pretty cool for me, you know. I've always been uh, looking to have... Uh, Major tournament back here, home port rush, you know myself, and uh, so you know obviously it didn't finish as highly as I would have uh, hoped for at the start of the tournament, you know. But uh, you know, hopefully uh, I'll be able to relax with a few of my friends after the uh, competition, have a few cold beers, you know, and then look to be getting back off to America again, you know, back to my restaurant now, Blue in Florida, and have a real good time, you know. What's a the sort of the sort of in tonight, but you know. Just got to say there, congratulations to uh, to Shane Lowry. You know, Shane Lowry's a good guy, good friend of mine. Also likes cool beer too. So, uh, you know, if it couldn't be a Northern Irishman, an Ulsterman, you know, winning the competition, I'm just happy that uh, it's, a, it's a fellow Irishman too, you know. Probably going to be a, uh, a teammate of mine. It's a Ryder Cup, you know. So, uh, you know, to be fair, I'll probably not be there myself, but I'll be there in spirit drinking cool beer. So, uh, yeah, cheers and thanks. Yeah, it's about the best I could do, Kevan. That obviously went on way longer than uh, 
than probably most people listening to the podcast could have could have wished for. But you know, we done. You know, players, <laughs> right? On Instagram, let me see. Uh, the first question. Da, da, da. In fact, this question is going to get all my uh, effort this week because you know this is a bit more than a question. You know, this is this is what the weird podcast is about. You know, there's other podcasts out there. Like again, I listen to Crystalia's Congratulations podcast. He likes to say that his listeners and him they're in a cult. You know, what I like to say is that us the weirdos we're in a community. You know, we're in community. That's what we're all about here. We like to help help out each other. We like to give shout outs to each other. We just like love, and this week there's a question that's just all about love. I don't want to give it um, the time and effort, and it's from Amer. And Amer said, "Hopefully this is a premature question rather than a late one." And guess what? It was very premature because I'm only recording on Monday, so don't worry about that. Um, said, "Hey, yeah, it's probably late, but yes, I've had a few drinks, so hoping you can just throw this into the podcast and in brackets the best podcast in my opinion." So obviously, straight off the bat you know she's a sensible person, you know. She said, hey, I've recently split with my boyfriend and I've tried to get back onto Tinder, but I can't hack it when people don't know what the weird podcast is. You know, which I I just want to say, that's a good point. You know, if you're on a date with somebody, things are going well, and you're like, oh, you into podcasts? And yeah, listen to all the good podcasts. Oh, do you listen to Dave Elliott's weird podcast? Oh, not heard of that, or that guy. Then just automatically what you need to do is, you know, the rules we have here, you have to wear stringers, you've got to have the piercings out to show people what you're about, but if people diss the podcast, what you need to do is get, like, a, a butter knife, because you don't want to be sly, and just jab them once in the rib. You know, you don't want to kill them, you just want to hurt them with a butter knife, so that's what you should have done that instant. If you're in a date aimer, someone's giving you a bit of shit, you know, they don't know it. So, anyway, can't hack when people don't know what the weird podcast is. So, if you have any pals or weird listeners out there that want to take me for a really unique and bizarre date, that'd be class. Also, please don't make me sound desperate. Hey, you know, I don't think you're sound desperate at all. You know, I think what we're doing here is we're a team. You know, we're all friends here. So if any of you guys out there want to go on a date with Emer, get in touch. Let me know and I will feed it out there. And I'll maybe do this. I'll maybe say, Emer, if you're listening, let me know what you think. Do you want me to be putting it out there every single week in the podcast? Or would you like me to, you know, broadcast your Instagram handle so people can slide into your DMs. Like, let me know what way you want to work it. But all I'm saying is, you can tell, very sensible, good taste in comedy. You know, if she likes what's going on here. You know, obviously a weird podcast listener, you can't be a weird podcast listener and not be very sexy. So there's that element too. So, you know, if you want to get in there, you know, this is what it is. I said to Emer, I was like, yo, Emer, what can I tell the listeners that might want to get in touch? And she said, hey, listen, I'm 21, I'm a social care student, socialist, fave bands are the cure, and ghost, and fave, mo- fave movie is Rocky Horror, so there you go, that's all you need to know if you want to get in, get in touch, take him on a date, again, make it a bespoke date, one to remember, you know, that's what we're doing here, and if we can imagine we could have a weird wedding, whoa, that would be ultimate out there if we could pull people together for that, you know, maybe your first date could actually be at the live podcast in episode 100, would not be a long way away, to be fair, 11 weeks, but if you can wait there, you know. Who knows? When I actually read that for the first time, I thought she said that rather than her band is Ghost, their fave movie was Ghost, you know? Which, not a bad movie, but again, a bit different from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you know? The pottery scene. Again, not loyalist. So guys, if any of you people want to take Amor on a date, which I mean, I expect the door to be knocked down for this, get in touch and we can we can make get that happening, you know? Because that's again what the Weird Podcast 
is all about. And hey, see if you're not, if you have a partner, if you're married, if you're, you know, um, a man who's gay and therefore would want to take him on a date, you know, what else we can do? There, we like to cater for the community section of the NI of the NI's number one podcast. I can't speak. We like to cater for the NI community of the Weird Podcast by saying, "Hey guys, there's going to be a fantasy football league in the Weird Podcast." Now, Johnny Maxwell had said before, "What would be the chances of there being a weird uh, podcast fantasy football league?" I said, "Hey man, if you want to set up the league." We'll do it, you know, we'll get it happening. So guess what? He's gone and only done it, hasn't he? And he set it up on the Premier League app, I believe, and it's called David Elliott's Weird League. So basically what it is is if you want to get involved in this league and we'll play fantasy football throughout the season, I'm going to get a team in it because, I mean, it would be remiss of me not to. You know, Johnny's gone to this effort. He set up a league. So if you want to join the the league and play fantasy football with us this season, you know, look, I think what you do is look up Dave Elliott's Weird League and type in... The, the access code MBC MDZ that's MBC like man boy cheeky MDZ and then we can all be part of this fantasy league so hey maybe this is just a new segment of the weird podcast we've just got the weird community so anyone out there looking to get hooked up on dates looking to get anything out there last week I tried to sell an go hey Welcome to the weird community. We're dating, we're selling egos, we're doing fantasy football. What's next for the weird with the weird community? That could be the new the new segment, like the 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 the, the, the Champions League of Weird, you know? That's gonna maybe come back in in the foreseeable. There'll definitely be maybe an announcement about that at the live podcast if there's gonna be one. Fifty six percent now around fifty one. But yeah, get into the fantasy league and take Emer on a very nice date. Again, she was like just want to put it out there that do not go Dutch. I only insist upon being paid for. So, you know, I mean, I was like, look, to be fair, you know, give the guys a chance. She was like, nah, uh, it's just, I like to be lifted and light. And I said, fair play to you, you know, go ahead. So get in touch and we'll do that. Um, let's see where we're at with all, with all questions. Um, <laughs> Davy Wedd has said, cold baked beans, yeah or nay? 100% no, man. You know, absolutely not. I think it's gross. Again, baked beans take a maximum of a minute. You know, in the microwave and they're done, you can eat them that way. Do that. Don't eat them cold. It says a bit about you as a person. You know, one of the worst things I'd ever seen in my life was uh, I was at a wedding and uh, we were all staying in the house, all my mates and their wives and stuff. And one of my friend's wives was so hungover, she was just eating baked beans out of a cold tin. And I was so hungover, I was looking at her going, I'm going to vomit. It's one of the most gross things I've ever seen. So I'm totally against it, Davey. And if you do that yourself, go on. Get a bit more get up and go. Take yourself to the microwave and stick it in for a minute, fuck's sake. That's how I live my life. Just stick it in for a minute. It always feels better. Creepy. Um, eight stars back in. If animals could talk, which would be the rudest? That's quite an interesting question. Um, you know what? My dog Charlie's pretty rude. You know, the Shih Tzu, the Chinese guy. I came back today when I was at the gym. Went there, did a bit of a workout. Came back, sweated the weekend out of me to just try to feel a bit better. Came back, had let Charlie out for a poo and a pee before I went and then just came back and he just pissed up against the wall inside the, the utility room it's like you're a dick you didn't need to do that and I bet you if he could talk to me he'd probably be like I did not do it's going to be so bad I did not do that because I wanted to I did because you did not let me outside pee I'd be like I did let you inside the pee he goes no you didn't let me outside pee I said Charlie you were outside and you peed and he goes oh, I did poop but no pee so I pee against your wall and I was like you son of a bitch but yeah I reckon probably other than that 
Um, I think snakes are pretty, you know what I mean? Snakes are pretty rude. They're like sassy and sitting about the place and, you know, all they do is bite you. Yeah, if, and they just slither about and judge you and then bite you. Yeah, snakes would probably be the rudest. Like, you know, they slither up and then they get all up like, you know, uh, you're, you're playing one of the pipes. Do, 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 do. And then they just look you in the eye and be like, you shouldn't be wearing white. It makes you look fat. And then disappear off into the undergrowth. Um, <laughs> so strange. Um, Oshin O'Neill said, uh, Hey, Dad, after last week's podcast, I was thinking you could make it big in the pub singing game. If you were to do any full-time job apart from comedy, what could what would it be? Um, hey, you know, I could happily go into the pub singing business. Again, I don't think it's a full-time job. It's kind of a bit like comedy. But if I were going into a full-time job now, it's different to what i do. Probably just be like, you know, a, a comedy producer or something. You know, I'd like maybe to do that. Because again, or no, not even a producer, like an agent or like a, an advisor. Because I think I could help nurture people. You know, I could see, I, I reckon I've done it long enough now to be able to see talented people and try to, you know, encourage it a bit. Like, I mean, see now, like, there's a good wee scene coming through now of younger comics who are doing really well, you know, putting on a lot of shows now in the black box as well. And there's one particular show that'll, I think it's out tomorrow on the 23rd of July. And if you're listening to this before then, maybe go check it out. It's Mark McCartney and Jordan Robinson are doing a show. I think it's called First Year, which is, I assume, about, um, you know, their first year in stand-up rather than their first year at school because you know that'd be weird but I mean they're both funny guys um, so I'm sure that that'll be funny regardless even if it is about their first year in you know big big boy school because imagine if it's their first year in primary school you know so it's P1 it's not first year first year is year 8 you know what I mean so imagine both of them are funny enough to make it funny but I think it's about you know it's just that they're coming up producing the goods after their first year and to be honest you know for one year in both are very good you know both are very good so check that out um if you get a chance also let me see i'm so slow with my fingers see i honestly can't work out chris henning said hey dave hope you've had a good time at the golf half the same got a paul ferguson got in as a patreon before me nightmare here's the thing though you know chris i appreciate that you're a patreon you you get a you're a special weirdo in my eyes now but Paul Ferguson doesn't fuck about, you know, he's nothing to fuck with, he's just straight in there, no questions asked, he doesn't need any approval, he's just in, bam, take that $5 and fuck off, you know, and he's a champion, but your question this week is have you been to 6 by Nico yet? No I haven't, but I have seen a lot of people posting about that, again, it's it's harder for me to maybe get date nights, because like a lot of time I'll be out doing jokes and shit like that and nights out, so very rare we get it, and at the minute we have a bit of a, we have a bit of a, a backlog of places to go, you know, a lot of places we want to go on date night, but we're actually due at date night soon, so, you know, maybe that'll be something i put in, albeit if you recommend, Chris, if it's shit, you know, get in touch and say, hey man, it's shit, I just wanted to know if you'd been there, because I've been places before that are shit, like Shelby's, you know what I mean, but, um, I mean, oh, George Gaw has said, rate Mel Gaskin's rugby ability out of 10, hey George, I don't know what this is about Mel, if Mel's a guy, I think you'll love him. If Mel's a girl, I think you'll love her. But I'm going to say Mel's rugby ability out of 10, I'll give it a 6. Because I think you want to say that Mel's rugby ability is less than that. But I, I believe Mel's got a bit in the tank. You know, so I'm going to say 6. Phil Rogers said, Oh, well, sent me a photo of me um, standing at the open by myself. Now, let me explain. Saw, this, saw you yesterday, Big Papa Bear, looking pretty awkward. Thought I'd leave you to it. 
But my God, never have I seen a man rock a maroon short like it. Yeah, hey, I was wearing, I was wearing burgundy bottoms. You know what I mean? It was and and it looked good. But yeah, the photo was quite awkward. It was just me standing by myself watching golf on a screen. Now, what had happened at that particular juncture? My man was my mates had all got sat down in front of this screen, right? By the time I got to the screen, it was the only place I could sit sort of near them was on a, on an incline. So I would have gone backwards so I couldn't sit comfortably because it was sort of at an angle. And I couldn't lie because it was taking up too much space. And I'm a big man, I take up room. So I thought, you know what? They're all sleepy. You know, a couple of the boys went for a snooze down in front of everybody there. Like, I'm not one to talk because I did it on the side of the course, but on the side of the course. But, um, you know, I was just hanging out, waiting for them to hopefully... You know, just get the fuck up and, and, and go and do something else, you know. But hey, for sure, you should have come up and said hello. Um, I wouldn't have bitten you, you know, hard anyway, but I would have I would been nice to have a chat, you know. Got a few pictures with some other people. You could have had a nice picture on social media rather than just one that you popped me looking like a weird nerdo, nerdo by myself, you know. So, but yeah, it was, it was a bizarre photo and thank you. My shorts did look very sexy and I think I've, I've talked enough shit now for... For one day, yeah, 49 minutes, guys, that's that's just a regular length podcast after all. So yeah, again, rate and re- review the podcast on iTunes if you haven't. There's 96 reviews, I want to 100. So if you haven't done it already, do it. You know, on Apple Podcasts, sort of brother out. You know, and also get, get tickets, I can't say enough. If you want to go to my show on Sunday, get tickets now, there'll be none left. You know, it's going to be very sexy, it's going to be a good time, and I'm excited about it. So do that. Do this, you know, get on to the Fantasy League, get him or a date, and then listen to next week's podcast. All right? Major shout out to the, the weird community, and I'll see you next week. Bye.